Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Temptation Island Rehap Up. I am one of your hosts, Maggie Morgan, and we are here to break down Season 4, Episode 2. With me today, as always, is the lovely Kirsten McInnes. Kirsten, how are you today? Maggie, I am doing great. I feel like I know 40% more names than I knew last week, and I'm just oh gosh, me too. ready to break down Temptation Island. <laughs> I can't wait because we have an amazing guest here with us. This is such an exciting get. The incredible and incomparable Allie Lasher has agreed to come on the Hot Dummies on Island Speed and join us over here. Allie, how are you? I thought you said we have an enemy as a guest. So did I. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, 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 wait. I don't want that smoke. Oh God, I was going to roll with it. I was like, you just made the list, Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I thought you said that too, Maggie. And I was like, uh, I have cultivated oh a friendship with Ali Lasher over the years that I don't want to, to jeopardize. I love people oh my gosh, trying to be so friends funny. with me just to avoid being my enemy, which I can respect <laughs> also. Yeah, that, that's well, actually the gonna, only reason. The <laughs> only way I feel like you could ever be my enemy is like the challenge wrap up and the hot dummies on islands wrap up feed are like dueling, but that, that's it. I mean, amazing How guests is do- the only way that I feel it's, about you. It's funny because despite how adversarial I am, the challenge podcast as an entity is pretty friendly. So I don't see that <laughs> happening. I don't know. I heard that your rehab up talks a lot of shit about online reality games, Allie. Well, we have a lot of shadow bands and we'll, we'll muck it up in the Twitter streets, but just generally pod to pod. We're pretty friendly. <laughs> I would love to see Brian Cohen like legitimately beefing with people. People, this is actually, this is not about Temptation Island, but since we're here, like, yeah, people think that, like, I'm the messy one, but, like, <laughs> Ryan has always supported my my shadow messiness and my public messiness, mm-hmm. and now I'm glad that everyone's able to see the truth, uh, that really, I guess it's not that I'm not messy, so it's, it's the other half of the <laughs> truth, which is that You're Brian, don't cross Brian. Don't come for him unless he sends for you. And even if he sends for you, don't come for him because it gets it gets rough. 
Yeah, I'm I just I literally I've tried to defend Brian Cohen and you get dragged into it. So I think you just have to steer clear of Brian Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you're gonna catch hands. You're gonna catch hands. Yeah, he'll run you over with that bus. Oh my god. Allie, Allie, how long have you been watching Temptation Island? Like is this your how many seasons have you watched of this fantastic show? So it's so funny because, like, how old were we? And I, there's varying answers uh, as the elder on this podcast. <laughs> I think like, I, I, do you like the original? When did the original original I think air? Like Two thousand and two. I remember yeah. like being scandalized by the premise as a young child, and I don't know. I I like feel like I maybe watched it. It was like very of the like Paradise Hotel. Like there was like a Fox mm-hmm. period. Was it even on Fox? It felt like very Fox. I believe that it was. Where it was Mm -hmm. like very scandalous. And then when Temptation Island was coming back, I was like almost not interested in it because I still had this like youth outlook. Like I was still seeing it through a child's (laughs) eyes of having been scandalized (laughs) by the original premise. You're like, I'm too young to watch that as like a 25 year old woman. (laughs) Oh, like not not violating the sanctity of relationships. Like I can't Mm -hmm. I can't have that. Just just for the record, in case anyone's gonna come for us, the original Temptation Island was 2001 to 2003. So yeah, I split the difference. So exactly what you said. Yeah. I just want to make sure that the accurate facts are out there before someone gets their Twitter fingers on. So I was between the ages of like nine to 10 to 12. So yeah, right around the time where I'd be conscious and remember being scandalized, but still feel too young to be like, Ooh, I'm watching with my finger on the remote. Like, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was totally irrelevant. I probably didn't even need to bring up old temptation Island, but it did bring, I was sort of like hesitant to watch season one. I think my friend was like, season one slaps like this is incredible you need to get on this <laughs> and then I was scandalized in a good way by season one and so I've watched all four seasons more or less as they've aired um and I've recommended it to just everyone I know uh even last season which was terrible like uh Kirsten, mm-hmm. I think you made a really good point last week on the pod like these couples noticeably have fewer rules like I think casting had to have noticed that like really only that terrible guy was doing anything mm-hmm. last year. What was his name? Courtney? Ken- Kendall. Kendall. Mm-hmm. And it's like, <laughs> no, it was he sort was... of like a gender, like a, a unisex name. Yeah. <laughs> he was like the worst man alive. So you couldn't even enjoy. Yeah. Him, like breaking it was the just rules. Sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even that, I watched it dutifully. Like, and I was like, nothing's <laughs> happening, but I'm just, here I am week to week watching it. This, this season's already popping off. I'm, I'm here for it. I was shook Allie at at the first cheater I was like this is out of left field like over the sanctity of the pillow line like wow (laughs) okay first of all have any of you ever done the sleepover with the pillow wall because I didn't think that actually happened in real life I didn't understand the purpose of asking him to sleep over with the pillow wall until the makeout occurred. And then I get, so so the answer is no, Kirsten, I've never done this, but I understood the purpose of it. Once I saw it in effect that they were still going to make out, but the body contact was going to be limited by the pillow wall. Maggie, I first thought what you were thinking, like, we're going to like, they violated the pillow wall. But then I was like, I think that was the purpose of the pillow wall. But I feel like the per- when you sleep, like, I feel like the 
point of putting a pillow wall is like if you are in a relationship and you're like, for instance, sleeping, like forced to sleep in the same bed as like your friend of the opposite sex or the friend of the gender that you're attracted to, to like help like your partner be like, no, like, yeah, we did, but we slept like foot to face, you know, like to make it not weird. Um, but, but then it was like, yeah, exactly. It was just, they just really went right over. No point. Just straight to uh, business. I read a book when I was in like Ali watching original Temptation Island age. And it was about <laughs> this like sick kid. And she fell in love with like an Amish boy who she met at the hospital. And then he <laughs> ended up trapped at her house because of a power outage. And they put a sheet up between the two sides of the bed so that they wouldn't be breaking any sort of mm, Amish very romantic. Rules. Yeah, super romantic. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's all I could think of. I was like, wait, there's no child with a brain tumor or Amish boy here. Why is there a pillow wall? <laughs> Speaking of rules, <laughs> I, like to to go into Hanya's and Ash's rules, and whether or not the pillow wall is a reflection of that, right? Like, there, I think what some of the women ask Hanya, like, what what are your rules? Did you have rules coming in? And he was like, we have no rules. Our only rule is to respect each other. And then maybe there's this unspoken like sex with another person might be disrespectful. Did, mm -hmm. do you think this Taylor Ash kiss, and I cannot believe I'm recalling these names, not looking at my notes. I'm so proud of you. Do you think this you. Taylor Ash kiss over the pillow wall, Romeo and Juliet over the wall, smooch was respectful? Did she obey the rules or not? Okay, so here's the problem. And we talked about mm -hmm. this last week. If you're going to have an open relationship, the number one most important thing is communication. And you have to have actual, like, strict, or not strict, but like you have to have very clear rules of what is allowed and what's not allowed. And by just saying, well, we'll be respectful, that doesn't tell me I, anything. So, like, yes. I think he is going to see this footage. And he's probably not going to enjoy seeing it, but it's also going to embolden mm -hmm. him to go hook up with girls, which is what he wants. So totally agree. Can Kristen. you respect I your partner at Temptation Island? First of all, is my question. <laughs> I think that the two people who got engaged last year did respect each other on Temptation Island. They were respectful. But they didn't do anything. Another. But can you yeah. so can you engage in the process, though, and respect like, your partner? I don't think what mm -hmm. was his name? Thomas? He, I don't. Mm -hmm. Him and Chelsea got engaged, but I don't think he was respectful to her. No, and she. I mean, she wasn't really either. She made out with Doctor Blake, and like he was not happy about that. His face got very red. That was embarrassing for him. He threw a plastic um, football so angrily. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Um, I think that the the problem, the main problem with Ash's make out over the pillow wall alley, is that. In the first episode, it was made to appear like the dynamic in the relationship was that Hanya was really pushing for this open relationship and Ash was not into it. So if Hanya is under that impression that like Ash doesn't want to do this open relationship, she doesn't want me to do anything. And then he, he so he's like, I've been so good. Yeah, I did lick chocolate sauce off of a girl's half naked body, but I didn't you know, there was no pillow walls, you know, but he, if he's like, oh, this, is, I did so good. And then he sees her just like freewheeling, like making out with a guy. 
Um, he might be like exactly what Kirsten said, very emboldened and be like, okay, well screw this. Like, I thought that you didn't want the open relationship. So if you want it to be open, then we're open baby. (laughs) And like, he's going to go for it. But that's, I, I love that they're setting up that arc in episode one and it it bears fruit as soon as episode two happens. Like eat it, Anya, eat it. You have this girlfriend who you love for a year and a half and you want to open up the relationship. Okay watch her work like the, i i was mm-hmm. i'm excited for that and he's gonna regret it not that i think everyone who wants to open the relationship should live to regret it but like that's the risk you take and the thing mm-hmm. to me that they need to show him at the bonfire is not the over the wall makeup it's the confessional it is the savage confessional where she's like i love hanya but i'm really attracted to taylor and they have very different bodies <laughs> you can't see my face because it's a video so <laughs> can you like if it's someone fine. if i ever found out that someone i was dating had said that about me like oh i'm so attracted to this person whose body is very different i would be like i'm dead i'm, I'm, I'm literally dead through the woods i'm out the pillow gone gone you'll never, never see, see me again, again. you'll yeah. never see me again <laughs> like for shame i mean she should be allowed to say that but frankly like if a man said that about one of the women i'd be popping off so i have to pop off about mm-hmm. that like oh that's fucked up yeah. <laughs> like, that is fucked up it is yeah, it is it is super <laughs> super messed up also i also think another part that they could show that i guess would be a little bit less of a fatality <laughs> would be when she's like uh i listen i love hanya but I'm a very physical person. Like that, I think is another one that they could show that would maybe actually get him more upset than the makeout because then it's like, well, what happened, right? Um, another, another point too to cue uh, up here is all of these people are blackout drunk. Like, mm-hmm. a- like Ash, like can't speak in her confessional properly. Like she is clearly impaired. I cannot. But I still can't believe the amount of alcohol they give these people. I felt that it's, way about Jillian in the in the promise mm-hmm. ring part. You know, like she that was well. that was um yeah. I, you know, this is like skipping ahead, but we're talking about the bonfire stuff and you know, good luck rating me. We don't in. have to go in um, chronological. Yeah, we can do whatever order. we want. Just generally, mm-hmm. it sort of like always frustrates me with the show at the bonfire that like people and we won't get to we'll get to this later, but like people overreact to me to what they see on the bonfire videos because like the reality is is like if something was bad they would show it and a lot of times they'll do like a little teaser like they'll cut Mm -hmm. it off right before they might have made out if they would have made out they would have showed you whatever Mm -hmm. um but like that jillian clip i thought was like really unfair like Mm -hmm. was it the most appropriate respectful conversation to be having like certainly no but she was absolutely hammered and i thought the content of what she was saying wasn't like as bad as sort of like the tone and the body language completely agree Allie. because i was like okay well she's saying like they're here to figure out like if they want to be together and they're like acting sort of as single people like in the first episode they're like yeah we're emotionally attached to each other but like you're allowed to to kiss somebody and like explore. So of her saying like, should I take off my promise ring? Because this is like essentially an engagement ring when you are, like you said, completely hammered. I don't think is like nearly as bad as Ash being like, I'm attracted to him because he has a completely different body than my boyfriend. I, well, okay. 
Oh, also, wait. hearing it again. So, oh. It's like it's just like it's one of the meanest things I think I've ever heard. Uh-huh. I was I I was well, taken aback. I also want to say, sorry, Kirsten. Um, I just wanted to say that when they were like picking the dates, and Ash had that confessional that was like, I'm really worried that Hanya is only gonna like. If I'm not in front of him, he's not going to be thinking about me. But unfortunately, after watching her in this episode, I do think that was a bit of projection. I think that's the way she thinks, which is why she's concerned about him in that way. There might be a little bit of a concern with object permanence with Ash. Yeah, I think like he's the one who's like talking about her a lot and like does seem to have her actually decently on his mind. And she's Mm -hmm. the one inviting men into her bed and kissing them. Because she's been away from her boyfriend for a night. (laughs) Well, ironically, I do think, and like, obviously it's not for me to diagnose here after watching her for two episodes, but I actually think she's a great candidate for an open relationship because Mm -hmm. the connection she's making with Taylor is not emotional, is not something that would be, in my opinion, a threat to her long-term relationship with Hanya. She's like, I'm really physical. And that sort of, I think Hanya's whole point, that's not the only point of an open relationship, but with what he's pitching is like, we're going to be long distance. So we're going to have needs that aren't met. So we're going to maintain our emotional connection. And when we see each other, great. And otherwise we're going to fill the time with some other folks. I actually think she's the number one candidate that this should appeal to. Yeah. I don't think that's a bad point at all. I think, uh, Mm -hmm. I, I think that it's also such a thing that like, the way society is really pushes monogamy in a way that it makes people feel uncomfortable to explore other ideas, even if maybe they want to. And so, mm-hmm. you know, maybe Temptation Island is good, actually. Who knows? They may <laughs> be Temptation the only couple. Good? <laughs> we had this discovery <laughs> last <What>? year. <laughs> They're the only couple, I think, in the history of the four seasons. Granted, I can't remember a single couple, but I'm just going to say <laughs> it because uh, what do I care? We're like, it never makes sense to me why the couples go on the show like, oh, we've been together seven years. We're going to see if we're settling. We've been together since college. We're going to see if we'd prefer to be single. All insane reasons to me to go on a televised <laughs> journey while you stop everyone in the land. Uh, I want to explore an open relationship where we can kind of see each other and be exploring this before we figure out our rules. That's the actually, to me, the only reason it makes sense to go on the show. Yeah. And even then, probably still not a good idea. Like, the thing is, and it's like, as someone who, like, dated her, like, college sweetheart for a very long time and has a, had a very long-term relationship in my early 20s and, like, late teens, you know, you know if you want to marry that person or not. And the, the reason why you know if you don't want to is because you will be unsure. Because you will be like, oh, but, and maybe there, I have the sunk cost of years. That means you don't want to marry them. And that's okay. Not every relationship is for forever. Yeah. And the sunk cost when you're talking about like bang for your buck in terms of your life, you know, it's like get all of the bang for all of the buck. Oh, it's leave Temptation Island. Exactly. Like, exactly. It's, like it's like, oh, well, I've already spent seven years with this person. Might as well spend forever. Yeah, it can be scary to try something new. But as a someone who left a seven-year relationship at uh, 25, it's better to leave if you don't want to be there. You'll know if you want to marry that person. 
Well, so you're the Jillian, I think, in that situation, at least for now. Like, with Edgar, it, it's really breaking my heart throughout last week's episode and this week's episode that Edgar keeps framing it like, I'm in, she's out. And if she's out, that's okay. And it kind of seems like we're here to see if she's out. And that's sort of, you guys talked about this last week. It's like the Julian story from last year. But for some mm-hmm. reason, it's like hitting a little bit different with Edgar. Um, I don't know if you guys feel the same I way. That's what I think part of it with Edgar too, and I hope this isn't good. Like Edgar has the look of someone that you like want to take care of. Like you want to wrap him in a blanket. You want to make him feel <sighs> better. Um, to me, like, for me, like Julian just looks like a big guy. I don't I don't feel like he needs to be taken care of. Edgar looks like maybe he needs to be taken care of. And so that makes you feel a little bit softer towards it. But Jillian and Kristen have been together. Jillian, Julian and Kristen have been together for so long. And there was so much more to the story. Whereas, like, mm-hmm. I don't think there's that much more to the story with with Edgar and Jill. Like, I just think I, when trust has been broken, it's hard to get that back. Yeah. And I think that I feel like maybe the reason that he was so upset at the bonfire. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. We talked about Ash and Mm -hmm. Hanya. So let's talk about Edgar and Jillian, I think. I think that maybe the reason that Edgar was so upset by the clip is that she says in the clip, like, this is the promise ring that my boyfriend got for me after he cheated on me. So I think that he probably, from what he was expressing to Mark, like, that promise ring is a sign of his devotion to her and a sign of him, like, really recommitting himself and, like, being apologetic for his mistakes and the fact that she was flippant about it and was like, maybe I'll take it off made him be like, well, then I guess she doesn't even care. Like, I I guess she doesn't care that I've been really trying, which like is 
a, a very like complex, like I want to hear more from Jillian on the show about their past. I mean, maybe the reason that like, we're like, well, Kristen and Julian, there was so much more there, but we had a whole season and this is episode two, but I'm interested because it just feels very layered. And I think maybe that's the reason it's not hitting the same way because mm-hmm. it's very layered, I think. And we're just not uncovering the layers yet because you're right, Allie, all he keeps saying is like, well, Jillian wants to decide. So I guess while we're here, she'll decide. Well, and it's like, well, no, I think there's more. It's like, I also think like in last season, Kristen was like this, one of the sweethearts of the show. And um, Julian, it took a while before he even seemed a little likable, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like they are framing this as if like, oh, um, Jillian is the villain of the relationship and Edgar just wants to be together but Jillian's not sure and it's completely yes. negating all of their history just to present this narrative um, which like you ch- yeah you cheated buddy like this is there are long standing issues after that that are not easy to work through and like I would never tell someone what to do in their relationship like if someone cheats and you want to work through it absolutely work through it but you have to actually work through it you can't just pretend it didn't happen it is yeah, interesting then, oh sorry go ahead maggie no go ahead Allie. no i well i was gonna agree with what you were saying earlier about um we're sort of getting these layers revealed slowly first it's okay we've both had infidelities then it mm-hmm. seems like the focus is okay edgar cheated we don't really know the story around that but he cheated he got her this ring a sidebar, I don't really love promise rings as in general. Yeah, what's maybe. the point? <laughs> what what are you doing? It's an engagement ring or it's not? You've always had and this promise. We're, like we're together. It's been a promise. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that it's just, you know, like when you're too young to get an engagement ring, you get a promise ring, and they are both really young. You know, she's twenty one. I what? just I didn't know people do promise rings after high school. Like I thought high school sweethearts do promise rings and then they break up in college and then that was it. <laughs> no more promise rings. Like I didn't I don't mean some some couples obviously stay together from high school as well, but like n- not the ones that I know. Uh and so to me I I just was like I laughed when she said, "Oh, it's my promise ring and should I take it off?" <laughs> because I was like, "Why do you have it? Like what what are you doing?" Yeah, it's not for me, but to the point of them being so young, I mean, what the big bombshell at Bonfire wasn't necessarily what she said in the video, but was that he reveals, okay, recently, how recently, he caught her spending multiple months of extending multiple months of explicit text messages to her ex. Where did this ex come from? What They've been ex? together for years. She's like 21 years old, like you said. I know. Like, what, what from? I'm your high school? school? Like I, oh, in preschool boyfriend? So. Like, I don't understand. Preschool boyfriend. Like, <laughs> I, that that was really the jaw-dropping moment for me as well, Ali. I was like, what X? From but where? So, yeah. I think there's going to be more to uncover with them. I agree with Kirsten that, that Jillian's sort of getting this, like, um, villainous edit where they're, like, sort of, okay, they're sort of, like, washing away Edgar's infidelity. He had the infidelity. They worked through it. They're at the promise ring stage. And then she shit on it by sending explicit text messages. I don't think that's really a fair characterization of events, but I think Mm. that's what the show is giving us. And Uh I am anxious to sort of unpack that more with them. Do you think that Jillian got him a promise ring after he found out she was texting her ex? 
He said that he had her ring that she gave him in her hand. In his like, hand. do you think that's what they do? Like, just <laughs> like we cheat and then I get you a ring. And then like, eventually it's like those dudes with like 10 rings. Like they both are just like, wearing so many. I don't know. I mean, I think that if that was the case uh, and that was the way that the world work, worked, Iris would be iced out. It seems. <laughs> what, what the way it's been characterized. <laughs> hey, you know what, though? Luke has really been trying, and I don't think you're giving him enough credit for when he doesn't cheat on his girlfriend. Why does Luke talk like he is auditioning for a teen soap opera? I don't understand his affect. I completely agree with you that from last week, Maggie. I think he is the most cringe douche vibes guy. I'm sure he's a nice man, but I, at least I'm, I'm not. On the show. I'm just <laughs> yeah, like... I- Cringe, cringe, cringe. I last week I have I never just didn't gotten, clock him enough. Yeah, I, the red flags. No, just the red flags are so. Wait, like they literally yeah. like are the road leading to him is like <laughs> a million red flags. It's paved in red flags. Yes. <laughs> the road to Lucas paved. In, yes, literally. <laughs> but like, I didn't. I didn't clock it last week because I don't think he was in enough of the episode for me to actually like get to know him whatsoever. But in this episode, I was like, wh- I'm sorry, what? Like, what did you just like? Guess what? Luke, you don't get a cookie or a trophy every time you don't cheat on your girlfriend. That's a baseline expectation in a monogamous relationship. You guys clocked this last week. It's the gaslighting for me. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, Iris is the life of the party, so I have to seek my own attention. Oh, Iris never gives me positive reinforcement, so Miss Juicy has to give me... (laughs) Oh, Iris only complains about me cheating on her all of the time, so I have to cheat on her because she doesn't give me positive (laughs) reinforcement. Go to hell. Go directly to hell. Do not collect $200. Like, get out of here. I'm sorry. He's saying Iris is the life of the party, and God love her, but... Where? Never what have I seen a woman so uncomfortable to like, be Like, what, a there. book club? <laughs> she's just chilling. You know, she's just, like in her confessional where she's like talking about going on her date and being like, I just feel really comfortable with him. Like, I'm telling you, her shoulders were at her ears. That is how uncomfortable she looked. Like, she was so like, her body was screaming, do not touch me and get me out of here. Like, which is fine and probably the way that you should feel if you're on a date with somebody else and you're in a relationship. Hey, thankfully on the girls' dates, they didn't have to touch the other person. They were in separate gliders. Yeah, yeah, they were in separate gliders and not holding on to one another. But yeah, I think that he just sucks. Like, he sucks, okay? He doesn't suck. He sucks. Like, that's how bad he is. And I think that she just, like, like... I just know I'm, I'm praying that this is what happened. I'm praying this is their arc. He cheats on her inevitably. And she sees it and is like, well, screw you then. And she goes wild in the house and does whatever she wants. That's my hope for Iris. Get away from this man. I would love to see him. I don't see that for her, but I I back that 100% as the hope. I'm willing to throw my manifestation behind it. The one thing, God bless Mark L. Wahlberg, because at least after he gives the good boy speech to Luke at the bonfire, he's willing to say, like, all right, we're going to work on uh, you finding this within yourself, like the validation you need within yourself. Like, he's not just like, you know, 
bending to Luke's ego. Like I really, I, Marco Wahlberg is the best host in reality television. Sorry to TJ. Like he needs to be nominated for Emmys. I just, Marco Wahlberg is like, you just want someone to say, I see you and you're a good person. And I'm like, Luke tried being a good person. And like, I just, you don't get an award for being a good person. You just move through your life without so much conflict. You have to see yourself. That's what he said to him. You got to see yourself. He does look in the mirror and Nene leaks it. We see each other. (laughs) Just to you, to you. I just like need to point out again, Allie hilariously brought attention to this earlier, but I just need to bring it back so we can go into a longer discussion that within about mm, eight hours of being there, uh, he has already fallen madly for a woman who literally calls herself juicy. And I think that that is everything you need to know about Luke. Juicy is not a name. (laughs) Well, as a person from Jersey, (laughs) And as a watcher of Double Shot at Love, you know, peachy, juicy, it's anyway, that's for a niche audience. Um, Here's my question about peachy, uh, peachy. Oh, my God. Now I'm (laughs) juicy. What who what is the difference between juicy and the girl that likes Lass? Um. Because I thought the girl who was all up, who was like, we've made a nickname for him. It's the most obvious nickname ever. So we're already on that stage. I thought that was Juicy. And then when Luke picked Juicy, I was like, oh, yeah, that was Alexa, right? Yeah, because Alexa Alexa was the one who was trying to get LaSalle alone and couldn't get him alone Mm. for like a long time on the first night. Well, imagine my surprise when I thought that woman was Juicy and then another (laughs) Juicy was revealed. (laughs) you're not wrong i i do want to point out that luke and juicy it sounds like i can't even say her name like seriously like luke and juicy luke and juicy it does sound like they had i don't know she literally is exclusively even in her tag underneath it's literally juicy and yet on the Um, website cast page not one of them has the name juicy under them well you gotta look in her eyes see if it's the true juicy there's just so um, many brunette women that I like. I just don't know her it well does yet. Madeline is like her name. Have... Sorry, I just Google Juicy Temptation no. Island. Thank you. Sorry, Maggie. Um, we will let you say this. Yeah, at Luke some and point. can you tell us more about Luke and Madeline, please? Yeah, I, I just like I think that it does sound like they've had like very similar like traumas in their past. Like they've like gone through similar things. It sounds like their siblings, you know, like there was something traumatic that's gone on there, um, which like would make sense that they would connect, you know, fairly quickly. But like, even like when Luke went up for the date, like this was like so sad for sweet Iris. And he was like, ah, so many women, who should I choose? So many great options. And Iris literally is in her confessional crying and was like, that was really disrespectful. I was like, oh my gosh, like you poor girl. This what has this man done to you? Like it's so sad. Like she's like one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my entire life. And this, like, could be anyone white boy has made her feel this way. It breaks your heart. Question about the sibling trauma. When I tell you that I watched this episode with my undivided attention, I, I'm not lying. However, every <laughs> time that Juicy mentioned her sister i don't know if my brain shut off or what happened did she tell the story or did we just say recall when i told you about that and he was like yes look at how i opened up okay so we did not get the story 
We didn't. And I'm sure that they're saving that for like an episode six or seven where we find out, you know, what what has gone on in Luke's past, you know, to try to give him better redemption. Um, But no, no, we did not get the full story. And Juicy's story, we didn't get like, we don't know either. Okay, Mm -hmm. I was like, every every time Juicy's on screen, I black out. From a narrative perspective, that was a weird choice because I was like, I've been watching this with more attention than I would say 99% of their audience gives it. More attention than anybody <laughs> should. And I've missed what happened here. <laughs> it's not good. Allie, I love that you love Temptation Island. It <laughs> like, fills my heart with not such like. glee. No, it's I, amazing. Allie probably likes Temptation Island more than both of us combined. <laughs> I, because I don't do a podcast on it. Yeah, but that's it. It all <laughs> goes away when you have to talk about it every week. The way sure. Maggie and I both separately pitched to Rob, there should be a one-off podcast about Temptation Island, and then somehow we got a whole ass wrap up about it. Well, I believed you last week when you were like, Rob pitched like seven people that I should podcast with, and I was like, that's a weird thing for Rob to do. And then when he's saying, you're not going to, I was like, oh, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine Rob sending a list of like, hey, uh, would no, you and that's your cock? <laughs> That's why the would have got like eight of those lists over the last few years. <laughs> no way. Uh, Brian Never. Cohen may have been the original, uh, like, had the quote-unquote star power from his YouTube channel, but you're the queen of the, the MTV wrap up. Look, take that to Absolutely. Twitter. Listen to the sequester. That's I'll do it. Do you want I'm me here. to? T- I'll tweet right now. I'll say Ali is the queen of the challenger wrap up. No, Brian won't disagree. I guess he wouldn't want to be a Brian knows his place. No, it's not his his place. Brian and I have a we have a good thing going. Stop trying to ruin it. Now we do have smoke. (laughs) (laughs) I live live my life based on like one principle, and that's how do I not have Ali Lasher be mad at me? The list is dwindling of people on that list. Because the thing is, is if I live my life according to how will Allie not be mad at me, basically no one will ever be mad at me. Uh, Well, I mean, well, I don't know if I should bring up anything that helps their mind. I mean, I also feel like... um, That's a blind item. Ooh, I gave no information. I just Aren't laughed and laughed. Lines, well, you'll, you'll have to tell me after the show. No, um, I mean, I'm on the wrong side of history with the Renap drama. So I, I think I just don't have a good read on. I don't think that rule always works, Kirsten. I just don't want to steer you wrong. I mean, it hasn't steered me wrong yet. So I'm, I'm going to continue to live by that principle until one day it does. The other thing, too, is I also feel like uh, I feel like a lot of people would mistakenly not feel like they could talk to you if there was a conflict whereas I feel like I could just call you and be like Allie can we just figure this out yeah you've been on the record of saying that before and I appreciate it get that circulating people need to- actually I don't really want people to call me so no. maybe don't circulate that <laughs> only only if it's necessary only if it's necessary which um, pray to god it never is <laughs> I'm dead okay um what who what else happened we okay have- so Ashley and LaSalle left. LaSalle. Okay, can we... LaSalle at one point in this episode is talking to a woman whose occupation is listed as therapist. If your therapist goes on Temptation Island, (laughs) dump them. That person should be removed from their medical license. Like, they should not be allowed to be giving therapy. What about your dentist? (laughs) It depends on who your dentist is. Wasn't that guy last year? Dr. Blake. Dr. Blake. 
Yeah, that's a great point. Is that's Trace a, like, a therapist? Yeah. Who's the therapist? Do we I know? I think it was Trace. Let me confirm no, with Trace the is a model. Yeah. Uh, Trace cracked me up this episode because I love it. I liked it last season too. This just tickles me and delights me. When these tempters get like mad and like pick fights with the people that like they're trying to get to cheat on their partner like I think it's hilarious when they're like you're not treating me nicely like why are you giving me all this attention and then like not following through and it's like you do know he has a girlfriend of seven years correct like it's so funny to me Uh, it's so funny I just scrolled in my notes because I also called them tempters which I guess is what they're called in this exact part (laughs) because I can't stand when the tempters get jealous it blows my mind it made me side with what was his name I said Courtney I know that's wrong but I can't Kendall Kendall and that was like a little different because I guess they were like having sex and like treating it like a relationship it within the simulation but uh-huh I, I, yeah trace get out of here with this like <laughs> you, you were selected for one date and suddenly he owes you any sort of level of monogamy within this <laughs> non-monogamous it, it, i have no words i mean i have a hundred words mm-hmm. but none of them are working i it, it <laughs> my head explodes when that happens can i say one thing also i just looked at every woman tempters page on this website and not one of them is listed as a therapist so i think that there was a lie on the show there was a lie i don't know was pulling a prank like or maybe they said that they were a therapist and then now they're no longer a therapist or uh they were like actually i lied and the show was already edited so they were like well maybe she's a caregiver and she was lying about being a therapist it's a very effective lie. <laughs> um, works Ashley, every time. We have to talk about Ashley and the guy she chose to go on the date Mike. with. Because this is the man that Kirsten last week was like, who is this? I Mike. tweeted out his bio. <laughs> and she was like, I have a great connection with him. No, okay. Really well. He goes, he, they are talking and he goes, what, like, what is love? what do you think love is and she's like oh well like it could be like so many different things and he's like yeah that's right love could be anything so what is it to you and then she's in the confessional oh mike is asking these deep questions that has never asked before and i'm like ma'am these are not deep questions stop it I'm glad that she saw this on the date that he's like actually quite shallow in terms of like his conversation abilities um, Mm -hmm. and that he was like basically a huge goober and she's seeing through it now um, before she destroyed her relationship. Um, I actually really liked that she was like, are you playing games? And then he flubbed that question so hard. Like nobody's ever whiffed so hard on a question. And life's a game. So I'm always playing. (laughs) Uh, So the answer is yes, but don't hate the player. (laughs) It was just like ridiculous. Um, But, but yeah, I agree. When she was like last, LaSalle has never answered, uh, asked me these questions similar to the therapist on temptation Island. Like, yeah, if your boyfriend asks you this kind of question, break up with them like that's like a real relationship doesn't have to ask you these questions like they just pulled them out of like a icebreakers box i also think yeah. that like it just goes to show too like 
Ashley is so deeply craving like emotional connection that she was willing to buy this guy's like icebreaker box question and be like, oh my God, this is so deep. Like that just sort of shows you like the lack of emotional availability that her boyfriend I think is currently giving her. And And again, they're all blackout drunk. You're so right. I, you're, I did forget about that a little bit, but um, like, I think that she just, you know, she's like, nobody's asked me these types of questions, which also made me be like, I feel like that's kind of like a standard thing which makes me so sad that like most people like don't talk about their emotions in relationships like they like don't like they they just like and I'm like how is that possible like I went to acting school all we do is talk about our emotions like I went to the same school as Edgar and Jillian there's a reason that they are the best at like talking through their emotions like I, I I'm just like so confused as to like how people go seven years without saying like their fears or like what they're wanting out of their partner more. It makes me so sad. Well, it's because people are scared. Like a lot of times it's like, if you ask that question, what if you get the answer you won't like? Right. So then you don't ask. Yeah. It's, I think that's what I, I think a lot of people have like a fear of that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's Maybe hard. Mark L. Wahlberg will fix it for him. He's going to try his damn therapist. (laughs) We stand. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Kirsten, I, did you... Also, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no I'd love to. I, I want to answer your question. I just want to know how deeply you connected with Jillian when she said it takes me a bit to have respect for men. <laughs> that, that might like, have been one of the best lines I have ever heard on reality TV. Like, yeah, I, I can't respect men right away. <laughs> Chef's kiss perfection, absolutely earn my respect. It was like you and Matt Ligori. I was just like, oh. Don't leave Brian Scally out of that one. He'll get upset. That's fair. <laughs> it's like um, um in. Did you ever watch Pose, Allie? No, it's there's it's a, okay. Well, a without us, without a spoiler, there's a, a scene in one episode where one of the women says, I never feel sorry for a man, and it's like the only gift saved on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, on, on that front, though, like, can we talk about the gigantic difference between the parties at the women's villa and the men's villa? Like at the women's villa, they're all in like cute little animal ears. And at the men's villa, they're like, pour chocolate sauce and whipped cream and blindfold people and lick it off and everybody touch each other and put your mouths on each other. Do people do that? Is that a thing? 
I have never done that, but I have never been to a party where people were pouring food on each other to eat it off of each other. I, it, to me, it was very uh, too hot to handle vibes, right? Like night one where they're blindfolded and you can come up and put the lipstick wherever you want. And it, it's like very reality TV show more than it is a high school party. I don't know. Yeah. I just think that it's funny that like it's just the contrast is so strong. Like, and even at like the girls villa, the guys like are jumping into the pool and like doing like a cannonball contest kind of and the girls are like lap dancing like it's just very i don't know it was um i feel like all of the men involved are like like even the single men are like very here to party they walk in and they're like shots time for shots like at the start when uh the women go to their villa they have about five seconds before the men run in and are like and a ray rock or whatever his name is is like let me get some shots for you all uh and so like i feel like that is very the vibe whereas i think at least the women in couples are a little more like what is this let me dip my toes into the pool and see what's happening whereas a single woman are like i need to i need to tempt let me grind on these men yeah. But to that end, like, what do you think the the bonfire clips that we haven't seen yet are going to be? Like, I, I actually, until we started talking about this, forgot about the group shower. Like, I, obviously, Ash's makeout is going to be, like, the show-stopping number for really both sides mm-hmm. of the bonfires. But because the guy party was so raunchy, like, they'll easily be able to have clips of everybody looking, like, extremely horny. Sorry to Jenny Autumn to use the word. Um, <laughs> I don't like, think there's any other word to use. Even when they didn't really do anything. It was just sort of the context of the party. A lot of grinding. Like Luke was really about um, dancing on women on top of a table. Hanyo yeah. had the shower. Um, I think LaSalle's clip lie. will be more of like an emotional conversation because then um iris will be like oh well not iris ashley will be like oh well he can open up to others but not me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i am not gonna lie if i saw any clip of my boyfriend doing anything that those men were doing at that licking body party i would want to break up with him like any amount of grinding, any amount of licking, whatever. I mean, I know I'm not on Temptation Island, and I would never well, go, but yeah. like, <laughs> would never go. That, like, I was like, oh my god, if I found out my boyfriend was doing that, I would be so mad. <laughs> um, I so watched mad. this episode with my boyfriend, and he doesn't really love parties, and he just like had a nap, and he was like, I had to fall asleep because there was so much wooing that it was giving me like social anxiety and we're not even at the party. Like he was like, I hated that. I can never watch that show with you again. And I was like, you're so pure. I mean, what's going to, my head's going to pop off my body because I'm going to watch them show clips of like Hanya licking chocolate off of someone and carrying her into the shower. And they're going to make it look like it wasn't a group shower and everyone wasn't fully clothed. And then other people are going to use these clips. Well, I understand and agree with you, Maggie, that if I saw them in the context of my relationship in just my life, I would be horrified. In the context Mm -hmm. of Temptation Island, as I said before, if they, if there were 
real physical stuff happening, they would show it and they're going to show this. And then other people are going to use that as a reason to like escalate, escalate. And that's great. That's what I want. That's, I want to watch the show that's Mm -hmm. enjoyable, but it always frustrates me because it's like not, if somebody on the women's side of the house is going to use a man's bad behavior to make a decision about how they act, I don't want it to be like, off of a poor manipulated assumption, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. Yeah, for sure. And I do think also that the clips, like notice that I, cause I did notice this in all of these clips that we got to see, Edgar was nowhere to be found licking stuff off people. But mm-hmm. we did see that he was at one point covered in chocolate sauce. So we do know that he took a turn, but Detective. the audience did not see that. So I'm like, I have, and then he spent all that time with Marissa under the cabana being like, Jillian, like, I love her so much. Like, I would marry her if she, so I feel like Ash is going to get this clip of Hanya carrying a woman into the shower and Jillian's going to get this clip of Edgar being like, I love her and want to marry her, you know? And I feel like it's, it's very, um tailored to the storyline overall until they start having sex with people and then they just show them having Mm -hmm. sex. But, um, yeah, we, they discussed this a little bit. Ashley, I think discussed this. I don't know. One of the women said this, like, or maybe Jillian, who cares? What's more threatening to a relationship, an emotional connection on Temptation Island or a physical connection on Temptation Island? Last year, we saw like one of the people who made like the strongest emotional connections was the blondie the girl who hated him, the yeah. soccer player. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. like, that obviously was not a threat to his relationship, despite the fact that he had, like, a really strong, successful emotional relationship. One of the most physical relationships built on the island with um, Courtney's oh, real name Kendall. is what? Kendall. <laughs> Kendall. Like, and that, that also name? wasn't a threat. Yeah. What? What was the girl's name that he was? Alexis. With, Alexis. like, three X's. Oh, right. It was spelled yeah. so, mm-hmm. it's like Alexis. Thank you. Um, so in that case, I guess neither has to be a threat to the relationship, but what would you be more like disturbed to see? See, I think that you go into temptation Island expecting that maybe something physical might happen. And so I think if you see an emotional bond happening, it might scare you a little bit more. Um, but like for, for me, I could see neither. I could handle neither of those things. I could never go on Temptation Island with someone that I like actually cared about. Like I could go with like a fake relationship with like someone I don't let that's like a you friend. And Scally go on. We, oh my God. Can you imagine me and Scally when I'm <laughs> That would be, I would pay to see that. We've been dating for four years. Um, there's been infidelity <laughs> on both sides. Both sides. Yeah, both sides for sure. um Allie I think that that question is really hard for me to answer because I think it would like if it was a relationship with someone that I was madly in love with and like I knew loved me I would not be threatened by any emotional connection that they were making because I would know that they had felt stronger towards me I would be much more threatened and jealous by physical connection but I do think that if I was in a relationship with someone that I was like not so sure if they were like trying to break up with me. Um, I would be way more threatened by uh like a emotional connection. So I think that it it just really depends on the type of relationship that you're in. 
That's a good, that's a very good point. What about you? Yeah. yeah. I, I like, I get why everybody's when they discuss rules coming in, all of their rules are physical rules because you generally Mm -hmm. don't, you know, you don't speak them usually in a typical monogamous relationship. You're not saying to people, like the rules are sort of established, we're exclusive, whatever, and you don't go around mm-hmm. telling. Cheated people, on me when I specifically asked you not to. <laughs> you know? Hey, stop being so negative, Meg. You have to recognize them when they're being a good person and not just always be so negative. Exactly. Uh, Sorry, six Allie, other days ahead. this week, I did not cheat. Um, mm-hmm. No, but it's like, but you don't normally say like, oh please don't develop a close friendship with a woman at work or, you know what I mean? It's like, you're not Mm -hmm. necessarily like policing quote unquote people's emotional connection. So I understand why people come onto the show and only have set up physical boundaries. Mm -hmm. But I do think like long-term as a woman who dates men, I would probably be more upset by a display of a physical relationship, Mm -hmm. but I think I'd be more threatened by an emotional relationship, particularly if I'm on love Island because, or just to give you insight into the kind of men I date who are pretty emotionally closed off, it would be like, what the hell? Like Luke and Iris, like how can Luke be like spilling himself in two days to this woman? Um, if I dated women, maybe I'd feel differently about that. But I do think it can be yeah. harder sometimes for men to make these emotional connections. So I would maybe worry more about that. I'd worry about it all. You're all dead to me. Every relationship would be over. <laughs> I agree with you overseeing this. I yeah, think it would not also, Allie, yeah, I think also like just thinking about that, like policing, you know, like close friendships in a relationship, like every time I've been like, in a serious committed relationship and like been in love, I have policed myself with relationships. Cause you immediately know if something is disrespectful to your partner, like, because you think about, would I feel disrespected if I knew my partner was doing this? So like, yeah, you don't have to be like, no, I'm never talking to another straight guy ever again. Cause I'm in love and married, but like, you know, when something is appropriate and when it is not. Or like when communication is appropriate or when it's not like, and I think that that would be something that if you're on temptation Island and it's like, I'm acting single from my partner, but I'm not allowed to sleep with anybody. So I am just going to act like an emotionally date somebody else that I think would be very like a huge mind F, you know, Yeah, that's such an interesting point, Allie, that I hadn't thought about. I don't. But yeah, I think it was uh, Jillian who was like, oh, I'm just worried that he's going to sleep with someone, but I'm not concerned about emotional. And then I think it was Tommy was like, oh, you don't think that that's threatening? And then she's like, oh, well, you know, yeah, I guess it actually is. Well, in that relationship, it makes sense, right? If you're if you've had past infidelities, but your emotional connection is strong. And like you were saying, Maggie, like she probably feels really strongly about how much he loves her he wants to marry her yada yada their biggest issue is his infidelity so i can understand that 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 being her priority mm-hmm. it makes total sense i think tommy is being a little bit of a shit disturber there when he pushed back on it though shit disturber <laughs> yeah I, sure. I was like, did i break like the rating of the podcast <laughs> no. tommy looks like he's like 19 
No, the fire guy, the firefighter guy, <laughs> the fire guy. Um, yeah, I don't think. I don't like, think he looks, he looks so young to me. Yeah. I mean, compared to Edgar, Edgar is a fetus. <laughs> Edgar is literally like a, like he looks childlike to me. Which, like, I guess, like maybe this he is just part of like being skin. just about thirty. Yeah, so Tommy he's, he's is twenty five. Oh, so he's like um, my age. Yeah, makes me sick to my stomach. And Edgar is fifteen. And Ed, yeah, Edgar is <laughs> he's twenty three. Uh, I think yeah, he's twenty three. Uh, he really does look like baby. Yeah, well, I compared to also his height compared to the guys, and like the other guys are like like very like gym muscle bros and like Edgar is like sweet and sensitive. So he's mm-hmm. like a very interesting character to have on this show in general. Like he's, he's not like any other, well, he's sort I guess he's sort of like the Corey of the season. You know, the blonde guy last season who was like, my girlfriend kind of thinks that I'm lame and I don't think I'm good enough for her. And then she was like, I kind of hate Corey a little. <laughs> like, I think that, that that's sort of like the vibe I'm getting from Jillian are Corey Edgar, and Aaron you know? still together from Temptation? I was Island? just looking that up. I don't know because I unfollowed her on Instagram and now she's on private. They got back together. They know, reconciled. The yeah. The article from eight days ago says they reconciled. What's his oh, last name? Good. Um, Corey. Oh, Sobzik. No. S O B C Z Y K. Zed, love it. Yeah, I'm Canadian. <laughs> His last post was from March 16th, 2021. Tune in tonight on USA Network for a new episode of Temptation Island. So <laughs> that is a contractual uh, post if I've ever seen one. He's literally verified and doesn't post. No, he must have deleted a lot, actually, because he definitely posted. They both posted after the season how they got back together. Like he posted a picture of them like, I don't care what you think. Like, love you, girl. Like, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Oh, and then Aaron's account is private. I think he scrubbed her. I tried. I think he scrubbed her. Do you think they broke they broke up probably semi-recently? She's been scrubbed because I'm going through his other Instagram posts and she's not there. It's but this article from eight days ago says together. Well, I mean, maybe it was uh, they did the interview 14 days ago. A lot can happen in 14 days. I guess that's true. Kristen and Julian are still engaged. What's up with Chelsea and Thomas? Are they still when did they get engaged? They got engaged at the finale. Oh, whew. Um, it's not well, it's they're not even all on this article like what is this this is the worst put together article I've ever seen in my life <laughs> what was Chelsea's last name bird b-y-r-d um mm, anyways I guess Allie, this isn't very interesting Allie what is your predictions for the season what do you think is gonna happen <sighs> okay for each of our couples Oh, I think Luke and Iris are going to leave together, even though I don't think they should. Oh, no. God. I know. I know. I think, um, but I'm never right. So that feels good. Um, I think (laughs) that Edgar and Curls are going to. I think they're leaving engaged. 
Because Ooh, I would have said they're breaking whoa. up. But I think she's way too into the show. And I don't know. I do think they're there as like actors. Um, so I don't know how, like, I think they're going to leave together, maybe engage. Uh, okay. An offer for free ring paid for by USA is hard to refuse. Um, I'm going to say that Ashley and Loss. Wait, more people have to break up than this. I was like, I think they'll be together too. Well, but last time only one of the couples broke up. Yeah, but yeah. these couples are messy as hell. So I think, I think Ash and Hanya will either leave apart or will leave together, but with the understanding that they're open now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah. he's going to get hit so much harder than he expects to be hit by Ash. Do you have either of you I ever connect to the Wi-Fi network? You Every time. I know I love when that happens. You're like, app. I Googled their Instagram. <laughs> um, so scary. Sorry, everybody. I don't understand why it also isn't connected to the Wi-Fi. Um <laughs> have you ever seen that like Reddit post that's like, Am I the asshole for wanting to close the relationship? And it's like this guy wanted to open up his marriage because he wanted to date a particular other person. His wife reluctantly agreed. And then his wife started going on so many dates and was like really succeeding and thriving. And he like didn't end up actually dating that girl and no one else wanted to go on dates with him. And so then he's like, I'm going to close it. But yeah, he is the asshole. Well, first of all, yes, he was the asshole. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, his wife was truly thriving. I was like, no, I don't want to close it. I love this. Well, that happens all the time, right? Like men think that they're going to have like all of these opportunities in, in, in uh, relationships between men and women. And actually like not that many women want to date a man who's in a relationship, you know, like just like women on the street generally that you might encounter um, <laughs> at least on the street. in the last five years. <laughs> like that's changing all the time for sure. But, uh, and like, a lot of men stereotypically into it. Sure. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, that happens all the time that men want to open up the relationship and then women have way more success. Also, lash theory, men are disgusting. So <laughs> I love how lash theory is like evolved to where you can just simplify it to lash theory. Men are disgusting. No, no. It, it was like lash theory. I assume everybody already knows what we're talking about. Of course. Semicolon. Men are discussion- disgusting. Got it, got it, got it. Well, everyone should know Lash Theory already, and if they I don't, explain, they can... I explained Lash Theory to someone, and they said, what are you trying to say? And I just looked at them. <laughs> what were they what trying, trying to say? To say? Uh, I yeah. think they thought I was saying I was better looking than them, and it's not what I was trying to say. Is it some, it, wait, it was someone you were dating, Allie? If the shoe fits. Allie, if it's someone Allie. you were dating, then you definitely were more attractive than them. I, I don't even need to know who this person is. Ali is doing the work in the trenches to make sure that lash theory is accurate because you're hot. So mean. I'm not mean. It's accurate. Kirsten famously said that if I think somebody is cute, they look like a thumb. So, (laughs) (laughs) do you know what? Do you know who DM'd me saying they agree? The Kiva, yeah, I mean, don't get a Kiva me started on a la- lash theory with a Kiva and his wife, okay? Oh, that's lash theory on so many levels. That's the foundation of it. Like, I didn't even know them at the time, but that is like the, the bedrock of lash theory. It's like you have to build your house on a strong foundation. That's right. That is the, those in glass lash theory relationships shouldn't be, shouldn't be throwing thumbs at me. <laughs> 
Um, I've got the podcast has gotten away from me. No, this okay. I think. Yeah, is there anything like to hear my mother's thoughts? Oh yes, I would nothing more. Okay, so my mom. I'm just going to take you through all the texts because she live texted me. It's Wednesday, 10 o'clock. What do you think I'm doing? (laughs) And then she said, Jillian's drunk talking about her promise ring. OMG. Trace is gorgeous. She's way too mature for Edgar. Um, And then she... she Were Trace and Edgar having a thing? I think they were having a combo. They were talking at the beginning, I guess. Um, She does not like Luke. So she says, really, Luke? So many girls to choose from? Like, you're the prize? Ugh. <laughs> and then she says, Ash is right. She should be worried. That girl Hanya picked is beautiful. <laughs> Which one did Hanya date? pick again? Um, the, I don't know, but I think her name is, like, Kristen or something. She was beautiful. Oh, Chrislyn. Um, Chrislyn. Yes. Um, so I said, do you think that Ash should be worried? This was before, you know, we saw the pillow line. Um, And my mom said, oh, he is absolutely going to stray. He wants it all open. The more the merrier because he's a very physical being. Isn't that what he told the girl? Oh, my gosh. Ash is now wasted. And Taylor's line, I'm not here to steal anybody's love. I'm here to help. How can you say that without laughing your ass off? (laughs) I'm here to help. I forgot he said that. I love he wants everything open. The more the merrier. She sent this cat this text in all capital letters. Girls, you do not lick anything off of a man you just met. <laughs> Vomit I, emoji. I like that she has the caveat of a man you just met, as if you know a man you know, maybe it's okay. <laughs> um that's incredible. Well, I don't want to think about that one. <laughs> um and then she said, never would have seen Ash going first. I mean, a pillow wall is very easy to cross. Do you feel like this is going very fast? Like, this is only the second night. And then she was, again, does not like Luke. And the last thing that she said is, good guys, don't text ex-girlfriends, Luke. So, mic drop from Mary Morgan there. Hell yeah, Mary. Well, what about, what about, uh... Uh, Jillian texting her ex. Uh, she said she doesn't love Jillian. She said that uh, Jillian is young and dumb last time. So uh, young, dumb, and immature. So I think that uh, my mother maybe has some strong feelings about her. I should tell her that she's a Ball State girl, so she should not be saying stuff like that about her. Um, but uh, <laughs> she also said that uh. She thinks that Hanya, when he sees Ash's kiss, is going to lose his shit and then go and have revenge. So those are her predictions yeah, going into next, next week. week. I think that is absolutely going to happen. Um, can I say I had never heard of Ball State until I saw it in Jillian's um, bio? Yeah, you're and very I know much you. allowed to. You live in Connecticut. Um, I mean, Canada. I live in Connecticut. <laughs> I moved into Liana Puya's spare room. I'm tired. I do, I do think that Sorry. also, like, honestly, <laughs> even people in the United States don't know what Ball State is. So you're not alone. It's, okay. a, it's a school in Indiana, about an hour north of Indianapolis. Muncie, Indiana. Have you ever seen Parks and Rec? I have a timeshare in Muncie. Exactly. It's a real place. It's where I went to college. Oh. Wow. Why did my alarm go off? Sorry. Important to know. Um, 
I think that's everything, right? Is there anything? I feel like we really, uh, we caught, we got the highlights. Crushed it. This was so yeah. fun. Ali, thank it you so, so much fun. for joining us. This is, this is great that you guys are doing the Lord's work here. Uh, <laughs> I, I do not think this is the Lord's work. I mean, it's my Lord's work. So, um, <laughs> my sister is doing Lent right now. She's given up alcohol for Lent. No, we're not Catholic, and no, we have never been Catholic. But today she was like, So I started Lent one day early so that if I wanted to have a drink today, I could use my goodwill with the Lord for that today. And I was like, why what? today was something well, special? Because we, we both had the day off work today. And we had a nice spa day and it was very nice. And she was like, I could, like, if you wanted to. And I was like, I really don't feel the need to drink right now. I'm so relaxed uh, already. And so then we didn't drink. But she was like, I've got goodwill with the Lord. So I could, I could use a day. Well, you could tell her you also have goodwill with the Lord because you're doing their work. I think of the opposite mm-hmm. of goodwill with the Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fine. Um. Ali, where can people find you? Under a rock. Um, no, <laughs> I, you can follow me at Lash Tweets. Um, and, you know, at some point, uh, you know, my my ploy to get Renap to be canceled by making a thousand fake burners and blowing up the Reddit didn't work. So, um, <laughs> NGOG, like, will or will not happen at Akiva's Leisure. Um, you can check out our latest episode. Which is a week and a half old at this point. It was very at good. Anchor.fm, thank you, slash new girl old guy. It's a, a old man, Akiva Winokur, uh, watching New Girl for the first time and me forgetting everything I know about New Girl because it's been like a year since we started the podcast. Uh, but it's fun. We have a good time. Um, and eventually the challenge will be back. But until then, you know, don't worry about me. I'm just do living my life. <laughs> I'll see you on Saturday, Allie. Wow. No, I'm not going to be there. I can't, oh I can't, I, no one told Maggie. Oh my God. I can't make it Saturday. Morning. I thought I was going to get to do two podcasts with you this week. No, I can't make it Saturday morning, but you could check out, you could check out a, an impending thing happening with Maggie. It'll be great. <laughs> Maggie, uh, would you like to tell me more? I feel yeah, like I'm at a bonfire. I'm going to be at nothing, on nothing but Netflix this week, just as a guest, just as a guest. Um. Yeah, I'm going to be on nothing but Netflix talking about is it cake? Which honestly, this might be the hottest take ever. But a very delightful show. I've been having a great time watching it. It seems like it's going to be dumb, but it's delightful. I think it's here's. Fun. You could pass this along because I won't be on the show. But here's my mm-hmm. issue with the show. I've not watched mm-hmm. a single episode yet. I will. <laughs> Mikey Day. Please explain to me why, like, the people who are the most successful from Wild and Out, Mikey Day and Taryn Killam, besides Nick Cannon, who was famous before the show, are two of the worst people who were ever on Wild and Out. I don't understand. As a, as a big Wild and Out fan, it enrages me. But that has nothing to do with the show. Is it cake? I have not <laughs> watched a singular episode of Wild and Out, so I am unsure on how to respond. That's fair. Cute as the host and Nicole Byer, he is not. You know, not not everybody can be Nicole Byer, but nobody um, can be. I wish I could. Exactly. Um, this the sentiment, like it's the same folks who do, um, nailed it that are producing the cake show. So is it cake? So it's got that charm. It's just it's charming. I think you guys should check it out. I really do. Oh, I definitely will. A hundred percent. 
um, plan to. And I plan to listen to nothing but Netflix. That's the advantage whenever I like can't be on the challenge or hop up. It's like then I get another podcast to listen to. So I can't make the scheduling of is a cake, but now I have a podcast to listen to. Win win for me. <laughs> You're like less work and I get to listen. Exactly. To- Rob Chappelle, Okay. I mean, I feel a loss because I would have loved uh, to hear you there, but it's You fun. just heard the only thing I really think about the show. So you oh, did, did not lose out. I got the full experience and I got to talk to you today. Um, Mickey, is there anything else that you have going on? I feel like you there um, is. Big Brother Canada. I'll be on some podcasts sometime. Listen to the updates. I sh- maybe will be there soon. Um, and then, uh, find me on Instagram and TikTok at MLMorgan underscore and on Twitter at underscore MLMorgan. Hell yeah. Um, and you can find me everywhere at Kirsten said what, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten said what, um, over on post show recaps, Bridgerton season two comes out on Friday. So there will be podcast coverage of that, uh, like big- several hours it comes out, right? Don't I'm not ready for it. Don't talk to me about that. Okay, Um, sorry. That's that's 3 a.m. Netflix drop. Midnight for me, baby. Um, as well as Riverdale is back. So Mary and I got back together to talk about the first episode back. Oh my god, Uh, your Twitter reactions to that coming back was so funny. I'm so getting renewed or whatever. They hate us. (laughs) And every person who tweeted us to let us know is renewed was performing. Like it was a hateful act. It was not okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, Riverdale's back. We're talking about Riverdale over on Kowski Cast. That's Cow with a K. And I have a weekly Bojack Horseman rewatch podcast with Lindsay Wilson over at Bojack Horse Pod. Um, and that's that's all I've got. We did it. Hallie, this was seriously so fun. Thank you so much for coming. What a highlight. Uh, this was so Thank fun. You. Thank you for having me. Um, Sorry for I keeping look- you up so late. J- no, I mean, I don't sleep. I just am tired. Uh, no, this is this is uh, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, well, we'll be back Bye. next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.